What is that song? <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Is that is Rawhide. That... Yeah. It's like a whoosh. Pull them out, move it out, did it out, do it. I, I don't know how it goes, but <laughs> like a like spaghetti western style. It's well, I think it was like a cheesy TV show. Oh, was it back when there was like only three channels on the TV? Mm-hmm. Rawhide, welcome to the adventures of Rawhide. <laughs> I think I don't. Know. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't. I feel like I've just heard that tune and it just like is in my head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that's just like like there are things that are have made it into like the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't even know what it is, but it's been referenced so many times <laughs> yeah. that we are like, oh yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, this is We Can't Talk About It, a show where we have one rule. And one rule only, and that's that we can't talk about it. That's right. Yeah. I'm Russ. I'm Evan. And today we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, but actually this time, Russ, I had something I wanted to talk about. You did? Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine then. (laughs) 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 The the nonchalance of your response was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, whatever. I I have a very... um, uh, an important question for you, Russ. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Will you marry? No, that's not the one. Um, <laughs> so soon. <laughs> um, no, I'm already married. Sorry, I, I forgot for a second there. Um, uh-huh. And you're not big on polygamy. No, not yet. Anyway. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, no. Uh, no. This is this is a, a, a something I've I've been genuinely curious about. Okay. Mm-hmm. What. What does a day in the life of Russ Hess look like? (laughs) Uh, Let let, let me put some some parameters here. Like a a normal day where you don't necessarily have a lot going on. Like you don't have a gig. uh, You don't have some holiday or anything fancy lined up with Dariel. Just like Mm -hmm. on a normal ass day. Okay. What do you do? What do I do? Walk me through it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it really depends. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I have days that I am like I, I feel like I have like a like I'm somewhere on the ADHD spectrum, and I feel like that makes me get kind of hyper focused on things sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I kind of crash. And right, I feel like I feel like I have these days that I classify as rest days. Uh huh. And those days start with me waking up on the later side like you know 10 10 10 30 yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know it it yeah if this is a rest day so yeah, yeah, i'm gonna yeah. give you okay. two flavors okay right uh i had <laughs> i had this whole stand-up bit when i attempted stand-up a small amount where mm-hmm. i said like i wake up at the crack of noon mm-hmm. and i push aside some of the dishes in the bed <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, I've got, uh, sometimes you got to be really careful because if you, if you move a little bit in the wrong direction, you might just dip something that you don't want to dip into your homemade sriracha uh, sauce, which is a combination of sriracha, ranch, and mayo. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And it gets a little too spicy down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so this like is, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you um, wake up. 
<laughs> we <laughs> haven't moved on from that yet, Russ. <laughs> okay, I wake up, I mm-hmm. look at my phone, I look at like the news, yeah. look at Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, and then I pull my ass out of bed. Yeah. I uh, usually put on Democracy Now. Mm-hmm. I have like this like whole habit of like uh, like brush my teeth, uh, wash my face, put on lotion, sunscreen, mm-hmm. get dressed. Well, That's you put like, sunscreen on every morning? I put it on every morning. Wow. Yeah. I, I have recently learned like a year or two ago mm-hmm. that like it's really good for you. <laughs> and I mean, even if you're going to spend the whole day inside, it huh. actually protects you. And that like the damage of radiation from not just the sun, but mm-hmm. uh, little bits of the sun that you can get through windows like UV uh, huh. can actually, is like one of the main things that ages you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I've got built into my habit now. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of a health nut. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of my day built around like stuff that like okay. I think will so make me healthy. 10:30 you're awake. <laughs> From 10:30 until 11 a.m. you're on still in bed but on your phone. Yeah. At, this is, at 11 This sounds accurate. I feel like if I was trying to pitch myself yeah. as being like a more effective person mm-hmm. yeah. and less and like I was extra insecure, I would be saying, no, no, I'm up at, you know, 830, right. rather bed at nine. But no, mm-hmm. this is, I think this is pretty realistic so okay. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, then, and then at 11 o'clock, you start your routine. Yep. yep. Um, let's say at 1130, do you eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I have the night before prepared mm-hmm. a smoothie, uh, mainly a smoothie. I tried to get into this habit of making a smoothie, overnight oats, and a salad every night before. That's so much work. That I was going to eat. Yeah. But it's too much work. But I've gotten really good at making a smoothie every night before. Okay. And there are some days where it's like, I'm too tired mm-hmm. and I just make it that day of. But, right, right. Uh, so I make a smoothie. Mm-hmm. I take a myriad of supplements while I'm eating a smoothie. Right. And I watch something uh, like on my computer. Yeah. Um, and maybe I do some editing or I do or I play some video games. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And then I've got like chores you know that I'm doing right, like laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or I have to like go pick something up, right? Or mm-hmm. cleaning and, and dishes, that, right? And that's the rest of your day. And then I don't know. Yeah, like the rest of the day. Like this is like the part that's structured that tends to be the same at the yeah. beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the day kind of depends, right? You know, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like so far. What are your thoughts? What are your uh, thoughts? This is you, the rest day. This is first flavor. Of yeah, the yeah, rest yeah, yeah. Day. I'm, I'm, I for for context, Russ works uh, freelance, and so it's gig work. So it's not like a nine to five. Correct. Yeah. So this would be like in between work days, yeah. essentially. And these are the days when I'm like exhausted. Yeah. And I feel like I've worked myself to the to the bone, mm-hmm. and then. The next day, I'm like, okay, I get up at 1030 today and yeah, yeah, and I'm like watching YouTube and mm-hmm. I'm playing video games. And I'm, <laughs> I feel like that's what I do to kind of unwind. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then let's say you do that, you do a couple chores. Uh, it's like five o'clock. What are you, what are you doing at that time of day? Usually five, five, six o'clock. Um, on a rest day, mm-hmm. 
I probably have something that I'm supposed to do that I'm worried about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like either debating with myself about like, this is a rest day. You don't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or I'm telling myself like, this is the day you told yourself you were going to get it done by. Yes. And... Uh, it could get stressful in mm-hmm. the in the Russ Hess brain sometimes, you know? I feel like everyone goes through that it, yeah. to some extent. You yeah, know? totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a psychopath, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> then you just do stuff. Is that right? Is that what psychopaths do? I assume so. I don't know how else people would operate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. I like, whenever I think about psychopaths mm-hmm. or sociopaths. Yeah. And I always, I looked into the difference and I always forget what it is. I think about people that like have no empathy for others. Yeah. And like, I think about like their relationship to others and how much they care about others. Mm -hmm. And that's as far as it goes. Like, I don't think about like their daily lives and like, are they mean to themselves or do they just like, are they just super narcissistic? And like, even though they're they're which narcissists are mean to themselves, not necessarily, yeah. That, yeah. I've, well, it depends. We're, we're off topic, though. I mean, yeah, but it's an interesting topic. <laughs> it is an interesting topic. <laughs> it is. I. Th- this but is the topic I have no knowledge yeah, on. That's fair. Yeah. I have very limited knowledge on. So that's a yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. You're, you're very good at at, um, at diverting uh, <laughs> from yourself here, Russ. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I feel a little insecure. I think I'm like, oh, what's uh, I'm telling the world my my laziness my i don't have a the good capitalist ethic mm-hmm. that i have rest days well I'm, um, i was just genuinely curious no, because yeah. it's it's kind of a mystery to me yeah really mhm interesting yeah mm-hmm. i was just very curious yeah yeah so well, s- 6 o'clock rolls around you've done your chores do you make start making dinner what 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 time of day yeah. do you usually make dinner yeah yeah i honestly it depends like mm-hmm. i i have been trying to create a routine but it it varies right widely and yeah. i i think i what i'm trying to do is have finished dinner by 7 30 every night mm-hmm. uh so six o'clock was like my time to make dinner yeah so that's like the average maybe okay. 6 30 okay. mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah and then and then, then i'm from there you know and then after dinner i either have to like i, I guess I feel like I've skipped like all the correspondence that I have to do some days, mm-hmm. like emails well, and stuff. Yeah, like, but that kind of happens check. in the middle of everything, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's I, I'm like I have an agent now, and I have like oh you ha- oh that's right, you said you have an agent, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I have to check my emails, mm-hmm. and I'm bad at it. And I've been trying to set up these like email filters ah. that help me with it, but previous filters keep getting in the way. Right. And like, so whenever I get an email from my agent, I don't get like a notification because a previous filter has marked it basically as spam. Right. And makes it like, I mark it as like red already. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't give me a note. and And I keep finding out like a day late and being like, oh crap like yeah because you have like that's what's so hard about being an actor trying to actually get paid to act Mm -hmm. is you have to uh generally they send you an audition and you have to have it in by like tomorrow oh it's it's like last minute usually yeah Yeah. and and in the post-covid world everybody's doing it at home with right so they, they assume you can just do it like whip one out real quick exactly and so you don't have any time to practice yeah so yeah. it's like screw your day, yeah. Every plan that you had, mm-hmm. and 
like it's a nerve wracking thing to like be on camera and to try and like memorize lines or create a right. character. Th- this explains some situations I've found myself in with you. Oh previously. yeah. 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 Where you're like, we had planned something yes. specifically a podcast recording in the past. No, mm-hmm. we had D and D planned ah. and then, uh, that got canceled. And then I was like, well, why don't we record a podcast and said, and, and then you were like, no, I have this audition. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, some of these things. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the point where it's like, eh, it's fine. It's yeah. whatever. And I think it's always going to be a lot, mm-hmm. but I'll be able to manage it better. Right. <laughs> like, right. Um, and you can be more picky mm-hmm. if you get to a certain point and you're like, yeah, I don't need that one. And, but yeah, um, it's weird. I feel like I have, you know how we were talking about identity in a previous episode? Uh, I think so. I, like, I, I feel like uh, what we tell ourselves, like mm. the story we tell ourselves about ourself yes. uh, is constantly bouncing around in our heads and we're looking for validation for it mm-hmm. or we're looking for it to be Un, like invalidated and tell ourselves we're phonies. Like, right. I'm not a real actor, Evan. <laughs> Do you it's see clear. yourself as the main character in your own life then? I mean, yeah. I, I get, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I do for myself, for sure. Right. I yeah. mean, I feel like you wouldn't see someone else as the main character. I feel like some people life. do. Really? Yeah. That's so sad. It is very sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. it's not that I don't care about other people. Like, I don't mean to, like, say like mm-hmm. i don't consider other people yeah but uh, uh i'm living my own experiences of course i'm gonna be the main character in my life well, like, you, you'd think so yeah yeah so, do you feel uh, no you go ahead okay <laughs> do you feel this way about uh, uh um oh shoot what's the word about individuality about uh like like do you feel like there is a story you're telling yourself about yourself and there are moments where you feel like you're either, you know, like either that story is being subverted or it's being validated. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm saying a story about myself. I have, I have goals as an individual, I would say, yeah. that, I, that I feel like I'm working towards. And certain things are steps towards that. Some are steps back and some are, you know, lateral, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I wouldn't say I'm necessarily, I don't have a narrative in my head of myself. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, occasionally, maybe if I'm fantasizing, if I'm like standing in the shower, mm-hmm. you know, relaxing or trying to, and I'm like, I create like a story in my head of of things that I, I, I might do or have done. Yeah. Or like some sort of confrontation or something like that. You know, th- I, I think that's as much as, as far as I go in terms of like self-narrative. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is more of a subconscious thing. Yeah, maybe. As well. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I think that's interesting. I think it's healthier, the more that we can recognize that like the story about ourselves that we're telling ourselves like is just a story mm-hmm. and we are kind of living each moment separate and like we don't have to fit within some confines that we are defining for ourselves. Right. Is a healthier but I think it's some sort of thing with human psychology that we we kind of go back to this. Like, I think that this is a big part of, this is identity and like a big part of why identity politics is such a thing. Mm-hmm. And 
because for some reason people get really triggered when you know it's like it, it can be something as simple as like a compliment like yeah. you tell someone like you know oh you look really good in red yeah you know and it's a weird compliment because they're like that well, no no well, I don't. does that does that imply that i look bad in other colors right yeah right or like red's my least favorite color no i don't you know it's like well let me let me tell you well personally when it comes to things like compliments i as a cis male human being uh-huh get so few of them <laughs> <laughs> that i cherish every each individual one oh uh, for like a for like a oh. in terms of um like physical compliments you yeah. know I, yeah. I get compliments for like achievements and and you know accomplishments and things like that mm -hmm. but like for someone to compliment my hair or like what clothes i'm wearing mm -hmm. i i can tell you in the past 10 years that's happened i could probably count it on my fingers no way yeah oh, that happens man. so rarely yeah no i mean it happens rarely for me too mm -hmm. but I, I mean don't get me wrong i'm not saying that women have it worse than men but in that in that regard that men just tend to be more starved for that type of attention yeah that makes sense i, d I definitely think that's true mm -hmm. i think that's true i think i think that when it comes to sort of masculinity mm -hmm. I, I i was i was talking about this the other day like i think that a lot of people like myself mm -hmm. feel like this kind of traditional form of masculinity is silly yeah but I'm scared to like express myself in a way that's not as traditionally masculine. Yeah. Especially around other men, especially if I don't know them as well. Yes. Well, you don't, it, it's sort of a, a, a internal thing that to be seen as weak. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be, you want to be the, to show, you don't want to show weakness to, to other, to other men. Right. It's sort of like a pack mentality kind of thing or like a, like a survival kind mm -hmm. of thing. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, it's very innate. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had that feeling where it's like, well, I just got, I'm just going to be stiff and like, you know, not emote in any way because I'm around a bunch of other men that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, well, and I also feel like even when it's people I know, like I still feel like I want to make sure people are comfortable mm -hmm. all the time. And like when it comes to, like, I feel like I can compliment you on your tattoos. Mm -hmm. I can compliment you on your beard. Mm hmm uh, but I, it, but if I said like, you're very handsome, you're mm -hmm. a very handsome man. And right. I, th I think that's true. I think you are handsome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't say that to you, you know, yeah. and yeah. maybe I should. Well, yeah. Cause like, I feel like a lot of the time women are like, oh, you're so beautiful. You know? Yeah. You look great today. Your yeah. hair looks amazing. You know? Yeah. Damn. You are hot today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But nobody freaking, no, men don't say that to each other. Yeah. Well, and I feel like men, women, a lot of women don't say that to men specifically so that they don't feel like they're you know, trying to come on to them mm -hmm. um, and and send false flags. You know what I mean? False flags? A, as in like that they're interested. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I see what you're like, saying. Yes. Uh, like you don't see like most women saying to their friends like, oh, you're looking fine, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, it, it, they're male friends, you know? Yes. Yeah, because then it could be seen as, you know, a, a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. potentially. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think that there's so much homophobia baked into our uh, mm -hmm. sort of world as well that it's like, 
I'm I, I, men are afraid of making other men think that they're coming on to them as well. Yeah, there's that classic like no homo yeah mentality. For for me personally, I am so incredibly straight. <laughs> if I, if okay. like there's like if there's a spectrum you know mm-hmm. of, of how straight people are and i am like so far yeah. to the straight it's like i don't it's not complicated for me whatsoever okay but i find my in in that way it's it's i find myself extremely comfortable yeah um and so i don't care if someone's like if i if i like if i i compliment compliment another guy I'm I'm not thinking about like oh is he going to think I'm gay it's more like am I going to make him uncomfortable Yeah 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 totally yeah yeah I mean I think that's normally what I think too that's mm-hmm. that's yeah yeah I, and I I think this I haven't dealt with as much the the homophobia but it's it's I feel like it's still there you know at oh, some level I well it's it's oh I see what you seen like the sort of um ingrained yeah. Yeah, like mentality type thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I guess so. There's there's like, it's interesting because I've definitely, I spent a lot of time around a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting, especially from like a cultural perspective, how speci- very, like a lot of cultures are very extremely homophobic still. Oh, like, yeah. Like to this day. Totally. Um, And, you know, I worked with, with a lot of immigrants when I was working in like the... um the food industry okay uh for a long period of time and there were some people from very specific countries i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say <laughs> just okay. just so that i don't offend anyone specifically listening um but but it, it was it was interesting to see that that people from those areas mm. are were so much harsher on that type of thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah that yeah that is unfortunate and it's always you know sub subgroups right mm-hmm. there's it's weird how there are subgroups where homophobia is stronger and yeah and i feel like have you heard of the term uh honor culture i've heard the term of it i don't i don't know the specific definition right i i mean i don't know if i know exactly the specific definition but i uh, what i've been hearing it sort of refer to a lot mm. is these cultures where you know people are generally more uptight conservative mm-hmm. but at the same time they're socially very friendly they're very like right but but there's a lot that has to do with sort of power and Mm -hmm. the power dynamics in any situation right um and they did this study and they found that uh people in you know places that they thought of as more of an honor culture place Mm -hmm. that so if you've got a narrow corridor right, right and there's a big burly dude walking down the corridor in the other direction of the test subjects right yeah yeah. uh every time uh people from the honor culture are more likely to actually step out of the way and Mm -hmm. let them go by Hmm. unless they felt affronted by this person beforehand so they so that the the people doing this test set up a way for them to feel insulted by this burly man. And then they felt like they had to stand up to them and be in the way and be in the way and sort of like bump shoulders, you know, as they walk past as a sign of like, I will not take your disrespect. Hmm. You know, you know, I think I've seen instances of that displayed like in personal experiences. Yeah. 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 There's, there's this interesting thing where, I don't know if you've ever, have you spent a lot of time in, in kind of less wealthy neighborhoods 
you know mm. um i don't know if i spent a lot of time but um spent little bits of time yeah yeah there was a there was a period of time where i was not making a lot of money sure yeah <laughs> and i and and i spent a lot of time kind of in and around people who are also you know not very wealthy yeah poor i was poor um <laughs> that's and, the word okay yeah and and there's this interesting thing especially when you're um i don't know if you've experienced this but but if you're driving mm. and in you're in a neighborhood like that and there's a person walking in the middle of the street mm -hmm. and they just ignore the fact that you're in a you know, 3000 pound death machine that could run them over and kill them easily. Yeah. Uh, and, and just, and just will mosey their way across the street. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a very, it's, it's like very intentional the way they do it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like a, it's almost like a power play. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, projecting that power. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, even it, it's like obviously a situation in which, you know, it's, it's more dangerous for them to be in, but, but yeah, that's kind of a situation which I've, I've seen, I've come across that a lot, oddly, like, uh -huh. um, they'll just kind of intentionally slow themselves down or, or just not try and get out of the way, which is very different from, I feel like millennial culture mm -hmm. is these days, which mm -hmm. is very much kind of rollover for everything. Don't get in anybody's way. Mm -hmm. Um, try and make as little inconvenience for anyone else possible. Yeah. It's that, much more uh, conscientious and yeah, thoughtful and like f social focused mm -hmm. in the way of like you're not trying to impose yourself yeah. on others. So or... it, it was just always interesting to me because that's absolutely how I don't conduct myself when I'm right. walking in the middle of the street. Right. But but for these people, it's it's a way for them to kind of express themselves in a in a very kind of toxic way. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's odd. It's it's I've heard it said that like, you know, on the streets you gotta you gotta like Yeah. Uh wear clothing that makes you look powerful mm -hmm. and and I've always wondered, you know, is it certain types of people that feel that way? How how true like I don't know, you know, who who really adheres to that philosophy and mm -hmm. who sort of uh, and, and like who benefits from that philosophy? Like, are there places where you really are in danger if you look weaker, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Or is this uh, a philosophy? Like, I certainly think it's in some ways it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because it's like you're causing conflict yeah. by saying like, nobody can mess with me. I won't, I won't take any shit, you mm -hmm. know, like, and then you've got, uh, a chance for conflict because yeah. you you increase your chance of conflict by by <laughs> it's what is what is that that kind of um stereotype among among women where it's like uh, i only get along with guys type of girl uh, -huh. uh pick me yeah a pick me girl yes yeah yeah totally mm -hmm. it's kind of similar to that where where mm -hmm. they're like i hate drama you know, oh yes. So, but but they're like really a big source of drama, actually. Totally, and they often say like women are the worst. Yeah, you know, and it's like you just insulted every woman, and you're probably causing drama right away. Right, like, like immediately. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I, yeah, I feel like it, you know, regardless of of where you come from, there's there's people who exhibit that sort of behavior. Yeah, all the time. Totally. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how we got onto this. I subject, this was this, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> interesting it's fascinating I think. yeah 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 it is i you know what i was thinking about when i was telling you about my day mm -hmm. i feel 
like I'm judging myself and I'm wondering like, am I bragging? Am I like making it seem like, no, no, no. I still do chores on my rest days. And then I, I like you went to the bathroom and I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I tell myself I'm gonna, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, but the, so it's this weird thing where I feel like I have a hard time actually remembering. Like, I don't know if this is kind of an ADHD thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know how ADHD I really am. Yeah, but I it it has kind of brought my mind. It made my made me think about it, mm-hmm. uh, which is that I don't think I do a good job of knowing offhand everything I have to get done Mm -hmm. and sort of making a structured schedule and saying like, this is how I spend my day. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to spend tomorrow. Like there are times when I talk to my girlfriend and I'm like, I got so much going on tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, like what? Yeah. I'm like, well, uh, (laughs) laundry. Yeah. Definitely have laundry. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that I have a lot, a lot to do and a lot on the docket. Right. But you can't specifically say you just, it's just there looming over. Have you considered like, I don't know, doing some sort of, um, like bullet journaling or something like that? Or I have so many to-do lists Yeah, and like, I have done so much of that. (laughs) (laughs) But none of it works. It, it does help. Yeah. It does help and it Mm -hmm. does work, but I think that it's hard out of the context of where I'm going to do it. Right. Like when I get into the space Mm -hmm. where I'm going to get this stuff done or like when I have the motivation where it's like this deadline is looming for Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. It is very present in my mind and I'm able to prioritize things and be very efficient and get what I need to get done. But Mm -hmm. like offhand, it's just a scrambled mess of like a lot of stuff I want to do. There's seven films I want to finish. There's yeah. like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was, I was thinking about that. Yeah. And I was also thinking about something else, which is, uh, I, I think this is called, um, so there's this, <laughs> there's this thing in, uh, Scandinavian countries mm-hmm. and in Denmark is where I learned about it. Yeah. Uh, there's this like cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. and I think it's called, Yunti, like the law of Yunti or something that like that. That sounds familiar, but I, I don't know anything about I it. I could be, I just tried to Google it. Okay. <laughs> but So maybe the, this was actually the totally the wrong title, but there's this cultural phenomenon, which kind of speaks to what you're talking about with uh, millennials. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar thing where people basically are as humble as possible. And it creates a culture that is very happy and amiable and they're they're accepting of each other Mm -hmm. because they're not there's there's they're like anti-narcissism as much as they can be but also they said when i was there that this is a problem because they have a hard time connecting with people because they're afraid to even tell each other what they do yeah for like a living Mm -hmm. um because it's it could come off as bragging oh interesting yeah huh and so I, I feel like I'm similar. Like I am so happy to put myself down mm-hmm. and make myself look unorganized and bad at stuff and try to be as humble as possible. But you, so you try and be self-effacing. And, yeah. yeah. Or self-deprecating. But I don't want to, I feel so uncomfortable if I ever feel like I'm selling myself. Right. 
I feel that, which is a problem when you're an actor and you have to do, <laughs> yeah. and you have to sell yourself with every single one of these auditions <laughs> that yes. you want to do. Yes, or yeah. a freelancer, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think part of what it is too is like, I can do it, but it comes across as inauthentic. Right. And, and it makes people feel awkward. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't know if I want to work with that guy. Uh, at least that's how I, I would feel. I don't think you've ever come across as non-authentic in your life for us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You, you are you are a very authentic person. Okay. Just like immediately. Maybe almost too much so. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh yeah. And not not um Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> you you're, you're you're not very good at being on time to things. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of that, true. sometimes that stems from you being too into what other people are saying and not able to cut off a conversation. Oh, that's definitely true. <laughs> that is definitely true. I have a, I have a very hard time ending a conversation mm -hmm. when I need to leave. And I feel like I, if I do it, I'm rude, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And. Oh man. I know some people who. You, you would wind up trapped in a loop with for like the rest of your life <laughs> because it's so real where like, I, I know these people who you tr I've tried and cut off the conversation with them like three times and I'm walking away from them directly. Yes. I mean like, see ya. And they just like keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't, I, I like them. They're great people, but yeah. at the same time, I also want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done that too. There are, you know, certain people that you're like, this is taking too much of my mental energy. Yeah. And you, you figure out how to do it and try mm -hmm. to do it with a smile on your face and yeah. not be rude. But, but that's, I feel like mm -hmm. I'm very commonly in that situation. Mm -hmm. Well, I, th it's the reason I asked you to be on this podcast with me though, Russ, is because of this <laughs> authenticity and your ability to continue and have genuine interest in conversation. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think of it as, yeah, what is it? Is It's my curse and my and power yeah, or whatever. It's, what, it's, no, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I I feel like, I think I really just love people and mm -hmm. I want to connect with people and know what they're going on. I think I'm like, I, mm -hmm. uh, what's the word? Uh when you feel what other em people- You're an empath? I, Evan, I am an empath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out. No, I don't know. That's That mm -hmm. that always sounds so dumb to me. I don't think so. I feel I like there's truth Because there's it. definitely people who are much less empathetic than other people. Yes. I, I find I am, I am ge generally more empathetic than I would say than the average person is. Okay. Um, Some point, like, and I don't know. I, I like th things like where- uh, I'm like a sympathetic crier, you know, uh -huh. if somebody else is crying, like I'll also cry. Yeah. Uh, generally uh, it's stuff like that. And, yeah. and just like, I've, I find it pretty, oh, this sounds like I'm totally self-congratulating right now, but I find it, I find <laughs> it fairly easy to try and put myself in somebody else's shoes and try yeah. and see things from their perspective. Yeah. I can relate to that. Um, definitely. Yeah. Which God, that, that feels terrible to say out loud <laughs> <laughs> isn't it funny see this is i feel like this is part of what i'm talking about with the identity thing yeah where it's like if i say i don't know like i don't want to be a person that says this thing about myself mm -hmm. like 
I don't want to tell people I'm an empath, even though, because partially because I don't really know what an empath is. Right. Other than a very empathetic person. Yeah. Well, right? I think it's someone who picks up on, I mean, there's obviously a, like a, a dictionary definition of this, but to me, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's someone who picks up on the way other people feel fairly easily, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I can, I can tell that this person feels bad and I'm fairly easily able to deduce why they feel bad or not even necessarily you're just able to to kind of sense what they're feeling you yeah know? yeah um and i've i've generally be able been able to kind of pick up on people's moods really easily mm -hmm. um to the point where like it stresses me out sometimes when like other people are stressed out and they're trying not to show it yeah or or like they've had a bad day or something's going on with them and like I know something's wrong, but usually it's like, uh, sometimes it's in situations where it would be totally inappropriate to ask. Right. You know? And then, so you, you just kind of like, you just deal with it and it's, it's kind of a weird place to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's interesting. It's mm -hmm. super interesting. And it's like, have you heard of uh mirror neurons? N no. What are mirror neurons? It is apparently the science of empathy. Oh. We discovered that there is a part of the brain, there mm -hmm. are these things called mirror neurons. Yeah. Where we look at someone else mm -hmm. and part of our brain is telling us what they feel. Yeah. It is mirroring, you know, I don't know how to say that well. <laughs> but No, no, that, that makes sense. It's, yeah. it's mirroring what, what, the, what they're kind of picking up. Yeah, what they're projecting. Yeah. Um, you're picking up what they're putting down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's it's really interesting. And, you know, certain people, I know that there are certain different types of neurodivergence where people tend to have less mirror neurons, mm -hmm. where they have less empathy Yeah. And uh, in, in that particular way. And I know that especially, as we were talking about before, psychopaths and sociopaths yeah. are known to have very little Little empathy. Yes. A little to zero empathy. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Which is part of why some of them, you know, like the ones that we often he uh, see in movies and stuff, don't care about others at all. Yeah. And others, like, have to learn, like, oh, other people are. It's not something that's reinforced every day that they interact with someone that other people are having feelings that matter. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I watched a video recently where people got to interview. It's a, I think he was like a diagnosed psychopath. Um, oh, wow. And uh, he was like a reformed, he, he's like a, uh, uh, a ex-con. Yeah. Um, and he's been reformed and was, you know, not, no longer a criminal. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and kind of gave his perspective. And a lot of it was how we kind of had to think extra hard about specific interactions with people. Okay. To, to just think about how they would, think about things. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, would, totally. it, would, it would just take him longer to process because he'd have to, he'd have to be like, oh, well, I just do it like this because that's what works. But then it turns out like, oh, but that's actually like emotionally manipulating this person. Yeah. You know, but that's the f fastest, fastest and easiest way for me to get to my goal. Right. Is to mo emotionally manipulate and gaslight this person. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, and to like, for him to realize that that's wrong and and most people don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. You they, you just had to think about it twice totally. and be like, no, that's not the way you should do that. Yeah. Uh. And then go about it 
the way an, an average person would. Yeah. Yeah, which totally. was fascinating to listen to. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting to think about sort of all the different styles of neurodivergence and mm-hmm. like the ways that we're all sort of living and feeling in the world. And yeah. I was talking to someone yesterday in at Thanksgiving who uh, studies psychology, and they were telling me that there's a part of your brain that's kind of on the bottom of your brain. Mm-hmm. And if you suffer like damage from uh, like, what do you call it? Sort of downward momentum. Like, oh, so like if you fall and hit hard and yeah. like land on your feet, like mm-hmm. if an elevator dropped, right? And you, right. It would damage this part of the brain. Mm-hmm. And this is the part of the brain that recognizes faces. Oh. So people have face blindness. I have heard of face blindness yeah. before. Yeah. Often when they're damaged in this part of their brain. Oh, I didn't know that bit though. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And mm-hmm. apparently they were telling me that th- this part of your brain also has sort of, it, it's not just faces that it'll do, but mm-hmm. if you have a high level of expertise in anything, yeah, it will pick up on sort of the minutiae as far as like looking at different things. Like if you're into birding mm-hmm. and you can distinguish all these different birds or into plants and you can distinguish all these, it'll be in that that part of your brain. Oh, um, so my almost encyclopedic knowledge of cinema cameras. Yes. It's yes. probably stored in that part of my brain. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you ride the, uh, what is it at Six Flags? It goes up and down. The, oh, the tower, the, drop towers or whatever they yeah, call yeah, yeah. yeah the tower of doom you might be putting that at risk yeah that knowledge interesting your ability to see a camera and be like that's a sony 700 d what <laughs> here you can see that that area of my brain may be injured or maybe it's that i don't have this level of expertise yeah well i, I mean, mean that does that camera doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. What is the what is the one you were telling me about? That's like a new cheap Sony camera that's uh, good for video. Oh, the Canon um, FX three. No, FX thirty is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's totally it. I thought it was mm-hmm. a Sony. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Sony FX thirty is what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, correct. okay. Yeah. Cool. So I was thinking Canon C seventy. Um, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Do you, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. I'm wondering, do you want to hear what a non-rest day for Russ is like? <laughs> Why don't we save that for the next episode? Okay. <laughs> um, um, and in fact, I think that, that uh, I think that's enough time. I think we're, we're running out of time here, Russ. Oh, dang. Yeah. That really flew by. Actually. I know. They, they went by pretty quick. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. Probably the bathroom break in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, that I've probably cut out, but I'm going to reference it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. moment, uh, you guys really missed out, you know? You didn't. (laughs) You really didn't. (laughs) We took the microphones to the bathroom and we kept talking. Oh, okay. It was just too echoey, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, but it was quality content. Yeah, it was some really good commentary on your part, Russ. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I try to just paint a picture. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it reminds me, Evan, that we actually, I feel like we hit a milestone in our relationship. Uh, uh, how so? time we recorded a podcast. What would that be? It was the first time I farted around you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> ah. Okay, well then, I don't know if that's really the milestone, 
but is I was in you, the bathroom. Is that how you measure all of your <laughs> your relationships? It's it is a major milestone, okay. right? When yeah. you have a fart and you both acknowledge it, you're uh, both like aware yeah. that it happened. Yeah, I get. Yeah. yeah, that kind of it's a gauge of comfort around another person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I've, okay, so maybe we're not quite there yet. It was mm-hmm. a. It was a. You know, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a false uh, no it was a, i was gonna say false flag because that's how you you said like false flags but did you know that false flag actually means like when you do a fake terrorist attack and you blame it on the other side uh, this sounds familiar <laughs> perfect thing to bring up at the end of an episode yeah this is <laughs> when we're talking about farts yes but mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I, I don't think we can talk about that. And I don't think we, yeah. we should really talk about any. Yeah, I, th- I think it's time to really take the rule, the singular rule that we have and, and take it to heart. Evan, who and are stop we kidding? Talking. Who hmm? are we kidding? What do you mean? Do you think we can do it? I think we can. I'm really scared that we're not going to follow the rule next time. You know, it'll be okay for us. <laughs> I find strength in you, Evan. Oh, thank you, Russ. And if we find strength in all of you listening, you are now our rocks. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a bunch of pet rocks with like faces drawn on them. And that's our whole audience. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. That sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. And well, you. Yes. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. Uh, and thank you to uh Hannah Russick for the art on our podcast. Thank you, Hannah. I salute you. And thank you to Emily Rutherford, my sister, uh, for uh, making the music. Thank you, Emily. We honor your sacrifice. You're going to say your passing? (laughs) (laughs) She's not dead. (laughs) No, no. Uh, I was trying to find the word sacrifice. Okay, yes. It was a great sacrifice on our behalf. Yeah, appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks to everybody for listening. Yeah. I am Russ Hess. I'm Evan Rutherford. And tune in next time to see if we follow the rule. (laughs) We probably won't.